Welcome to Content Inspire, episode 27. Today, I have the badass and the legend himself, Jeff Mahaffey. And dude, thank you for coming on Content Inspire. I'm gonna share your story, your experiences. And like I said, I know that when people hear your story, they're gonna go after it in, in any way possible. So thank you. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you, uh, you know, putting me on your platform and uh, and let me tell, you know, my, my story. About First question, what is your why? Why do you get up in the morning and handle your businesses and do the things that you're currently going through right now today? Uh, my biggest why, man, to be honest, it's it's providing value. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of what I do, I get a lot of, um, you know, direct value and indirect value and what i mean by that is you know with the with the gym the uh you know self-made training facility you know we get to bring personal trainers in and show them how to actually build a lucrative business in, in personal training um you you cannot make the money that these trainers mm-hmm. are able to make at la fitness at lifetime at these these big box gyms it's just it's not possible um, so I get to see how much value we bring into their lives, right? And a change that happens, I mean, in a very short period of time um, with these trainers. And then indirectly, I get to see how they're changing and providing value to somebody else's life, um, being their clientele, right? They're getting these people healthy. They're changing their mindset. Um, you know, I don't know if you've ever really seen somebody go through a a body transformation and you can watch the gradual change in confidence uh the change in their personal life their business life um i mean the growth is just it's exponential it just it's limitless to where these people it's just it's a light switch that goes off and getting to sit back and watch the trainers and these clients both just you know have a, a dramatic change in their lives for the better it's that is 100 percent my why is absolutely helping people so um it makes work very very easy for me to get up even on bad days no one that is an incredible why to help people and your employees just transform their lives so thank you for sharing yeah. that with me and the listeners um just another dropping another question in your way yeah, for sure. um what Absolutely. is a quality that you look for in someone when you're going to hire anyone at any level at self-made training facilities yeah so um it's it's probably pretty different mm-hmm. than most people uh when i when i bring when i bring in a trainer because we, we pretty much only hire you know private personal trainers um i don't they always ask you want me to bring in a resume no I don't need to see your resume, you know, um, by what you've told me and what I've looked at on your resume, I'll be able to tell really quick whether you're a good fit or not. Um, the biggest thing and the biggest value that I look for um, in, in somebody that I'm interviewing is somebody that can treat every single individual exactly <laughs> the same with no judgment. And I'm not talking like Planet Fitness, yep. no judgment, that bullshit, like, oh, you're a meathead, that kind of thing. All right, that's that's a complete just crock of shit. What I'm talking about is if you're a personal trainer and you're training out of my facility and you see somebody that walks in the door 
that might be a nine-year-old kid, a 600-pound individual, an 85-year-old woman, or a professional NFL player, because that's our demographic is all of those. Are you going to sit there and stare at them, or are you going to take 30 seconds out of your training session, and are you going to go and ask those people, how can I help you, right? I need individuals, and I want individuals, one, that can put their egos aside no matter what level they're at, IFBB pro, you know, just personal trainer, professional sports conditioner, it doesn't, it does not matter. The main thing I look for is somebody that can break down the stereotypes of gyms being um, scary or being intimidating, or I have to be a professional bodybuilder to go in this place. I need somebody that can break all that down, treat somebody like a, a, a normal human being and bring them into the family, right? Because we treat everybody a hundred percent. Once you're in with us, that's it, man. Like your family, we will do anything for you. Um, but you know, I've turned away trainer after trainer after trainer because they're ego driven. If you're ego driven, you just you do not fit in at self-made at all. Um, so I just don't even bother bringing them on. So my biggest thing, if you can sit there and chop it up with me for 10, 15 minutes, have a great conversation and I'm asking you questions and I'm looking for specific answers and, and all that goes well, yeah, you're, you're in, you know, um, and, and we'll bring you on as a personal trainer immediately. So, uh, you know, pretty simple, man, but you'd be surprised how many people. Wow. All right. Uh, so all the listeners, the way, um, uh, write that down. Don't let your you ego know? get in the way of something amazing or incredible that, that could happen. So, Get ready to go after it, guys. So um, talking about that, um, mutual friends, Scott yeah, Wolf, Jaden, have all said amazing things about you as a person that you treat them like family. I have to ask, what do you uh, want your legacy to be when it's all said and done? Damn. Um, man. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be exactly that. Uh, it would be that, uh, you know, I give this shirt off my back for anybody you know, um, and, uh, and that I, I did, I treat people like family. I, I, I'm a big proponent of taking care of people, making sure that, you know, if, if you're in my, if you're in my circle, you know, we, we make sure we take care of our own. You know, I had a buddy that always said, one thing he always said was always keep the team winning, right? No matter what, whatever it is, we always keep the team winning. Um, and, and that's on every level. That's that's from the guy, you know, who's taking care of the cleaning to me being the one who's setting the tone and making sure the bills are getting paid at the gym. You know, top to bottom, we keep the team winning. So uh, legacy-wise, man, I don't know. That's that's a tough one, dude. Um, I would just say that that exactly what, you know, you, you said with Jaden is that he treated people well. He treated them like family. While know? saying no to shutting down your facility – and standing up yeah. for your livelihood yeah. and standing up for the people that are important to you. What is the one thing that you've learned from the situation that you're currently facing? And Right. Uh, the one thing I've learned is that this has nothing to do with uh, this, you know, mm-hmm. this whole shutting small business down, everything. It has absolutely nothing to do with um, 
keeping people healthy. It has nothing to do with the spread of the virus. And the reason why I say that is you cannot show me one statistic anywhere ever that shows a gym spreads COVID-19 or any virus or, you know, disease or anything faster than any other business out there. Um, You know, the IHRS just did a worldwide study of 49.4 million gym goers from gyms to health and wellness facilities to private training studios, 49.4 million people, and there was a 0.0023 infection rate. That's lower than the average human being that just goes to Walmart or Lowe's or um, the grocery store every day by a ton. And now keep in mind, that's not even the mortality rate. Mortality rate is even lower than that. So, um, you know, the biggest thing is, is, you know, let's let's go back to July when Governor Ducey closed down gyms and bars because those were the two places spreading. Number one, you can't show me a single statistic that that shows that. And number two, if that is and if this has all been about health, I have never once heard Governor Ducey talk about proper nutrition, hydrating, low carb diet, exercising, building your immune system. Things that might mm-hmm. actually keep these uh, uh, Arizona, you know, the the local population healthier, right, and keep them from maybe contracting the virus. So it, it has nothing to do with keeping uh, keeping anybody healthy. Um, I mean, he's arbitrarily just shutting stuff down, opening stuff up, um, and it really it just nobody knows what the hell's going okay. on. Okay, I know you're a business owner and entrepreneur. Have you ever thought about writing a book, sharing your specific story and experiences? You know, I've been, I've been told, um, I I have a a female individual, um, who's, uh, far, far ahead of me in business and, uh, has, has started multiple businesses. She's also a copywriter and, um, you know, just all kinds of stuff. I mean, she's just, she is literally a gangster female business owner. And um, she has told me time and time again that uh, I need to write a book and tell my story. Um, You know, I don't know, man. I just I have a real hard time um, looking at myself that way, you know, as in like anybody, you know, really has or wants to hear what I got to say right now. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, right now it's a little different, but, you know, I don't know. I think that that's pretty tough. Maybe one day, you know, we'll see. We'll see if I can really accomplish some things here in the next, you know, 10, 15 years. But I have to ask, do you have anyone that you look up to as a hero or has helped you be the person that you are today? Um, yeah, absolutely, man. I look at, um, you know, ever since I started getting into business um, and everything like that, you know, I have a few few military heroes that, uh, you know, I was in the Marine Corps for 10 years. Um, I have a few guys military wise that are just, um, you know, really high up there on my list business wise, everything like this later in my life, you know, I look at guys like Andy Frazella, who, um, I was literally, um, honored enough to go out to first form. Um, he invited uh, me to go out there and tour his facility and sit in some meetings with him and, you know, I sat there and just listened. I mean, you're talking about a guy who literally built with his brother uh, and his team 
you know, a company that just took years and years and years to build. And I mean, now yeah. it's net worth, I think was, I mean, $175 million or it's just some insane number. Um, but to listen to a, to a gentleman like him, and that speaks very freely that has a vocabulary um <laughs> like wrong, mine real. that in a meeting will say fuck and shit and um be very <laughs> be very raw and real with the individuals around because you know i don't if you talk to anybody that knows me i don't pull any punches i don't hide shit i don't change who i am to speak to certain individuals um i am very much myself i am very much a real person and a straight shooter, because I don't get the point of, you know, if you have, if you have a bone to pick with somebody, do it in person, you know, be, be a fucking man, do it in person and handle your business. Um, Andy Frizzell is very much like that. You got guys like Sean Whalen, uh, same thing. And that's on a large scale. Um, you know, that these guys are, they have a platform, um, but you know, you got some, you got some local legends just here in Arizona, like Justin Cross with earn your booze, who's done phenomenal things with small business and is also a very educated man on politics and things of that nature. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say those, those guys right there for sure. Definitely people I look up to, um, you know, I have another investor friend of mine um, who's an older gentleman, done very well for himself, and uh, I definitely look to him for guidance, you know, um, because the, the one thing, the smartest thing you can do is always be a student, you know. Um, there There is that saying, always be the smartest one in the room, and that doesn't mean you necessarily know everything in the room, but you might be the smartest one in the room by taking notes of those who are smarter than you. Um, you know, things like that. So that's kind of the way I think, man. Um, I like to surround myself with people that are doing things far greater than I am. Andy Frisella, Gary V, you name it. They're raw, real, speak their own way. Um, no bullshit. Yeah. And um, now just pivoting, um, because I remember now, because sure. I keep on seeing Michael Gombert and other individuals with some badass motherfucking trucks. What's, what's, up, with, uh, what's up with small dick bandits? You know, it's, uh, I've always had big trucks, um, and everything like that. When I, when I first came to Arizona, I had a oh uh, 03 Kodiak, which is basically like a small semi and I put it on 46 inch military tires. Um, and it was just, and it was absurd. And I daily drove that for like two years. So, um, I've, I've done everything from the Ferraris to Mercedes. I've had a bunch of cool nice. cars. But no matter what, I always had a truck. And when I say cool cars, I've always also had like four Priuses. Um, so, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I've always had a big truck. I always really enjoy big trucks. So when I got this latest truck I have now, um, you know, Christian Craig is, is our lead trainer in Scottsdale. He's been with us out here since day one. He ended up getting a big truck. And then Michael ended up getting a truck. And so, you know, you always get just this stupid telltale you know lifted truck thing oh you know what they say about guys lifted trucks yeah that's your joke fucking sucks all right if you got a if you got a good joke dude i'm gonna laugh mm -hmm. right along with you and probably make the same jokes um so what we did with small dick bandits was it's getting out ahead of the curve right it's getting out ahead of the comments and making the joke about yourself 
Um, I don't ever take myself that seriously to where I can't make a joke about, you know, uh, make a dick joke about myself. Now, is it true? Absolutely not. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where if you can't laugh about it, you know, you're probably taking yourself a little too seriously. So, uh, but people loved it, man. We came out with a ton of merch. We're going to keep launching new things. At the end of the day, yo, your trucks yeah. are badass. So maybe one day I'll join Small Dick Bay. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but another question throwing your Thanks, way. Man. What music do you listen to yeah, while yeah. you're working out, my man? That's awesome. Oh, dude, I'm everything across the board. If I have my choice, uh, we do what we call Friday night lifts. And, and this is the one benefit of owning your own facility to where, um, you know, whether it's Phoenix or Scottsdale, we'll go in at a Friday night at like 10 o'clock. And, um, you know, I'm a big fan of like some, <laughs> some heavier metal. Um, not, not completely yeah. to the, like, kill your mom, eat your dog type stuff. Uh, which, you know, some of it gets a little out of control, but, uh, I'm a big fan, man, from everything from the harder stuff of like Lamb of God. Um, sl- I, I like some Slayer, uh, depending on my mood lately. I've, even though, <laughs> even though Rage Against the Machine is very, um, you know, anti-government and pro, you know, a lot of very beliefs I don't necessarily believe in. Fuck, I love their goddamn music, dude. And that's like my era of growing up in high school was Rage Against the Machine. Um, but a lot of Lamb of God, um, stuff like that. You know, I like some harder shit that I can definitely uh, throw some weight around and just kind of clear my head. You know, for me, the the gym, I, I completely use it as a mental outlet to clear my mind, you know, and, um, and just kind of decompress. And as much as listening to some metal at a, you know, ear just shattering <laughs> level, for me, that is decompressing, you know, um, where others, it might be stressing them out, <laughs> listening to, to, to music that loud or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's self-made in general. You'll never walk in listening to that Taylor Swift. Well, that's good. I'm super like happy LA to hear Fitness that. If I'm ever out there, I'm definitely so, going to get uh, You know, we usually have some pretty um, decent music on, so sweet and so this is going to be the last and yeah. final question but what do you absolutely watch on you netflix hulu or when you are on your downtime what do you watch mm-hmm. oh man um lately not a ton i gotta tell you man i even um i love um God, we got Ozarks that we just finished up and uh, on Netflix. I love Ozark. Uh, Peaky Blinders. I'm not sure. It seems like a lot of people don't know what that is. For me, that's the most that's the most gangster show going on Netflix right now. Um, I love, yeah, I love Cillian Murphy. Um, I love everything about Peaky Blinders. I just think it's shot really well. Um, My wife and I watch uh, Yellowstone, um, which is like. it's like a, a ranching type story, um, which is cool, but it's got, uh, yep. I can't remember his old ass who's in it, but, um, uh, but yeah, Kevin Costner, he's in it. Uh, really, really good actors, all that. So, um, that, those, those nice. are the main ones. And then me and my daughter, you know, I got a nine year old daughter. She absolutely loves the office. So I think we've, uh, we've covered the office probably full seasons all the way through probably like six or seven times. Um, you know, for as many times as we've seen it, if we're sitting around doing nothing, eating dinner 
and nothing looks good on Netflix, we will seriously throw the office on and watch a random episode and still just laugh our ass off. Um, and it's funny, man. I think we're setting our daughter up to be, <laughs> to enjoy good humor. You know, some people, um, you know, mm-hmm. shelter their kids from, you know, maybe some, some more adult comedy. I mean, nothing too raunchy by any means, but, uh, I think it's hilarious, dude, that my nine-year-old daughter, like she understands the jokes and, and gets like that dry humor that the office is and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. You know, I don't watch a ton of TV. It's mostly late at night. Well, thank uh, you so much for sharing that with me and the listeners. Um, the so, office is bad. Yeah, those are definitely my go-to. I've always heard great things about Ozark, Yellowstone, and Peaky Blinders. Yo, um, Cillian Murphy, he's an incredible actor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah. Um, listeners at home, I'm going to link um jeff's yeah. instagram oh, i'm gonna yeah, link um, scottsdale um self-made training facility ig down below um all the good stuff in regards to if you want to support this incredible badass and thank you i seriously appreciate you coming on here sharing your yeah. story and you're a badass my man uh, i really appreciate that dude i can't thank you enough for like i said giving us a platform thank you for being on content inspire listeners Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode and till next time.